some, not many, but some even in this day claim for themselves the title of apostle. Well, they're out of bounds. And as we would say they're out of bounds, that begs the question, who were the apostles and why did that office exist? We'll talk about it today on Beyond the Notes. This last Lord's Day, we, we, we taught on a passage that included 2 Corinthians 12, 12. And 2 Corinthians 12, 12, Paul makes the, the assertion that in his, in his ministry with the Corinthian church, that he had performed the signs of a true apostle when he was with them. The, the verse says, uh, the signs of a true apostle were performed among you with utmost patience, with signs and wonders and mighty works. The signs of a true apostle are those signs and wonders and mighty works. So, uh, in, in the intro to this podcast episode, I said that we would be looking at the who the apostles are and why there were the apostles. There's really a third thing we'll lead with. How can you tell you're in the presence of an apostle? Well, in short, in 2 Corinthians 12, 12, if we extrapolate the principle from there, the, the sign of an apostle, an indication that you are dealing with an apostle, is the ability to work miracles essentially at will that uh, they, are, they are true and genuine miracle workers. Now, I want to I be real careful with this. Though the office of apostle does not exist anymore, and what I'm saying is the ability to authentically do miracles at will also does not exist anymore, that is not me saying that God can't and doesn't continue to do miracles. I have seen instances in my years of ministry and in my longer years around the body of Christ of God working supernatural healing miracles. I've seen God do supernatural miracles of breaking addiction and various other sorts of supernatural, overt supernatural miracles. I believe I serve a God who works miracles. There's no question. What I have not seen, and you haven't either, is someone walking the earth in our day with the capacity to do miracle at Will. Oh, the woods are full of charlatans who might claim for themselves either the apostolic title or apostolic capacity. But it's funny how they do their miracle shows in their own controlled sort of magic show environments. Uh, I'm not aware of them going into ICUs and hospice wards and cleaning the place out and everybody walking out healed under their own power. And until I see that, I'll stick to my guns, that the signs of an apostle are not being worked among us today. Well, who, who, were, who were the apostles? Ephesians 2.20 says that the apostles are, are a part of the foundation of what God is building as he builds his church. Well, the foundation of a building is back at its beginning. You build the foundation first. And those who held the office of apostle were back at the beginning. Within the legitimate use of the term apostle, the word is used in two, two different ways in the New Testament. And this distinction matters, though both of these two, two groups of apostles are legitimately apostles. The first and easiest group of apostles to spot 
are the 12. Uh, Jesus's original 12 disciples. And I know some of y'all are thinking, what about Judas? We'll get to him in a minute. In fact, his failure is an important point. The 12 disciples who came to be known as the original 12 apostles uh, included Judas Iscariot, who in fact was never a believer. And when Judas Iscariot dropped out, he was replaced by Matthias. Now him being replaced by Matthias, in this is in Acts chapter 1, uh, verses 21 through 26. In that paragraph, we see the three qualifications to be included in the original 12, the group of 12 first apostles. This is the reason the apostle Paul, while he is an apostle, is not to be included in the 12. The original 12 had to be, they had to be a man. Uh, the office of apostle was reserved for men. Second, they had to be someone who had been around the ministry of Jesus since the time Jesus was baptized by John the Baptist. That rules out Paul. Paul, who is clearly an apostle, is not one of the 12 apostles. They had to be a man. They had to have been with the ministry of Jesus since the time Jesus was baptized by John. And third, they had to be an eyewitness to the resurrection. They had to have interacted literally with the resurrected Christ between his resurrection and his ascension. Those qualifications included two men, Joseph uh, and Matthias, who then were reduced by the casting of lots, the only time in the New Testament that that process was used, but God used that to single out Matthias. Now, the question then becomes, when Judas dropped out, why can't we just scratch him and have 11 original uh, apostles? Well, two reasons. First, Jesus had said in Matthew 19, 28, that when he sets up his kingdom, the, the 12 apostles will sit on 12 thrones judging the 12 tribes of Israel. So there are 12 apostolic thrones in the kingdom. And I rather much doubt one of those would be left empty. And in Revelation 21, 14, as an echo of the apostles' role as the foundation of the church, we're told in Revelation 21, 14, that the names of the 12 apostles are engraved on the 12 foundation stones of the holy city of New Jerusalem, the capital city of heaven. So you got to have 12. And when you don't have Judas Iscariot, you've got to have a 12th one. And it can't be Paul because Paul doesn't meet the qualifications. So the original 12 minus Judas Iscariot plus Matthias, that's one group that is described as the apostles in the New Testament. There's a second group that hold the office of apostle, though they're not in the 12. That group is absolutely certainly the apostle Paul, and according to a couple of times the label apostle is used on him, it probably includes Barnabas. In Acts 14, as Paul and Barnabas are, are undertaking the first missionary journey, a couple of times in that chapter, Paul and Barnabas are referred to together as the apostles, 
plural. We know they're not in the original 12, but we know we know that Paul was absolutely an apostle. Whole sections of 2 Corinthians and other places in his writing, he refers to himself as an apostle. He is referred to as an apostle. He's an apostle. And in Acts 14, he is uh, referred to again in the plural, apostles alongside Barnabas. So Paul and Barnabas, at least, are apostles, but they are not part of the Twelve. Notice that they also, uh, especially Paul, and it appears perhaps Barnabas as well, had this capacity to work miracle at will. By the way, a couple other times in the New Testament, Philip in Samaria, for example, in Acts 8, seems to have also been given for a brief moment miracle-working power. And the purpose of these miracles in every case is to affirm and open eyes to what God is saying, the message of the living God. The office of apostle is an office from which miracle affirms message, and they are foundational in the early church. Again, Ephesians 2.20. That, that gift of, 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 of apostles to the church, it's spoken of in 1 Corinthians 12, it's spoken of in Ephesians 4.11 as a, as a present office in the church at that time because there were apostles still living at that time. But if the purpose, if the why of apostleship is to, is to gather attention by the working of miraculous signs and wonders so that folks would know what God was saying through the apostles... That office ceased when the word of God was complete. And the last of the apostles, John, died of old age about the end of the first century A.D. So the the who of the apostles, the original 12, minus Judas plus Matthias, and then some later apostles typified by Paul and Barnabas, who also had the signs of true apostleship, this capacity to work miracles, the why of apostles to be the bringers of miracle to confirm the message of the now fully revealed word of God. One little footnote. Arguably, a couple of other places in the New Testament, the word apostle might be being used as a broad synonym for missionary. Um, the word the word breaks down as a compound. It's, it's basically one who is sent out, and so it is it is possible in in current usage even if one says, "Well, I'm an apostolic church planter." What you mean is you're a missionary church planter if you are not claiming the office of apostle, but just a missionary calling for the planting of, of churches and the spread of the gospel. Sort of a small a apostolic. That, that may be allowable in biblical usage. It's a questionable matter, and, and lots and lots has been written. But for our purposes, as we talk about the office of apostle, that office has ceased because the purpose of that office has been accomplished. The proof of that office was the ability to work miracle at will. And you and I both know those folks are not walking the earth today though some might claim to. Hey, by now, I hope that you're liking and sharing and staying with us. And I look forward to being with you again on Beyond the Notes.